Episode 9, coming right at you. I'm D. Jones, he's the ghost, and as always, Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing, still. Say, what we got popping this week? Yo, this week, we about to bang all over the head, as Terry Kennedy would say, with the TJ Rogers interview. Then we got the rundown, and a little new segment thing we like to call the post office, still. <laughs> Alright, before we kick it off, just a friendly reminder to everyone, make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bun Live and definitely send in your questions and comments to our email, thebunlive at gmail.com. So this is our second last episode on SoundCloud. Next week, we got one more episode with Tyler Warren and Ben Blundell. And then, yeah, do you know what it is? Little two-week break and we back coming at y'all fresh on iTunes still. So get ready to subscribe and <laughs> smash that subscription button, dog. Yo, yo, we out here, Studio E. We got our main man TJ in the building up here visiting from California. TJ Rogers was really good still. Chillin' B, what you up to, man? You're looking at it. Sweatpants and fucking, you get me. <laughs> all right, all right. So I think everybody knows by now, first question is favorite skate moment and favorite sport moment. Favorite skate moment, probably when I landed Switch 3 Hollywood. And then favorite sporting moment was when the Barcelona team for soccer won the championships when I was out there in Barcelona last year. And it was crazy? It was fucking chaos. What are the people like out there? Party in the streets? And you could buy beers just walking down the street at all yeah. times. It's all hail messy? Yeah, totally. Everyone? Yeah, it's good times. Yo, take us behind the curtain real quick on that Switch Front 3, though, because I've seen the raw footy, I've seen everything. I just haven't heard your take on what it was actually like. Well, I was uh, living in Canada at the time in Whitby. I was going out to California, and I was talking to like Bill Weiss, my TM for Blind at the time. Still is. And uh, <laughs> he uh, he was just like, yeah, you should fucking Switch Front 3 this pig. And I was just like, fuck, I could pro- maybe do it. I mean, I just kind of did it down like another set of stairs recently around here that like Durham 12 in like Oshawa yeah so I ended up like going there took a flight there and then right after I got off the flight I think it was like 3 34 it was just kind of getting dark because it was in January you know it would get dark at like 5 36 I just pretty much went there just instantly like warmed up pre-grabbed the 12 real quick <laughs> did it a couple times and then I just started going for it and then tried it about 10 times and then the last try I broke my board and my tail and then I hit my head, and I got uh, I ended up getting like three staples in my head too, which Jeez. is pretty insane. And then uh, yeah, so I pretty much right after I hit my head, I went right to the hospital, chilled for a bit, and then I yeah, pretty much just chilled for three days because I was on a Thursday, and then on that next Sunday, I ended up just going to Hollywood, and then yeah, it ended up making it pop style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole squad was there too. Yeah, this Morgan man. was there, Spencer Hamilton was there, fucking, there's a bunch of homies there. It was good vibes, you know, I was hyped on it. Fromar, yeah, that looked yeah, like, Fromar. Like, the, the turn up must have been real that night. Yeah, I just kind of kicked it, but like, <laughs> you know, I was definitely, it was a good moment for me, you know, I, I had a few beers and just kicked it, you know, it was good times. Okay, mature TJ these days. You thought eh? that was a Zellington moment? Yeah. We're getting fucked what? up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't do no nose beers, you know? That ain't for everybody, so. Double oh, <laughs> Goddamn, you know. Tej, you had a really tough upbringing and surpassed a lot of odds to get where you are today. What message do you have for the little shredders out there that might be in a similar situation? I mean, 
just stay focused and stay motivated to what you want to do with your life you know if you're having a tough upbringing and you know there's certain things that are kind of restricting you to, from doing what you love just remember that whatever you're doing right now that's making you happy to make sure that you keep doing that because if you don't and you just end up settling for less you're going to really regret it later on in life and that's not something that you want to have on your conscience when you're older you know so you got to make sure that you live your life to the fullest you only have so many years in this life to truly grow and do the best that you can you know deep yo so uh most people know that oshawa is a pretty uh wild place i'd say yeah, and uh, you growing least. up there you might have seen a couple wild things what is uh, the most oshawa thing you've seen in the schwa <laughs> i mean i've seen some crazy shit with my dad usually you know like i'll end up like you know when i was younger probably like grade eight grade nine i'd go to oshawa with him on the bus because he had to go pick something up and then i'd be just kind of standing out front while he goes inside and makes his deals and then i like remember one time like he was uh going to oshawa i didn't end up seeing this but he came into my room and he had a fucking sock full of like sockets and like ratchet sets yeah. and he was swinging and he's like hey t do you think this is gonna hurt and i'm like yeah why he's like some fucker in oshawa owes me 50 bucks and i'm going to get my fucking money <laughs> <laughs> so i could only imagine what happened to him after that <laughs> pure oshawa weapon right there you know just so lethal and so Whatever ruthless just scrounge up a bunch of shit that you find in your <laughs> in your cabinet yeah yeah exactly Dude, you once told me that by age 23, if you weren't making a decent living skating, you were going to quit all your sponsors and work a trade and just skate for fun. Now you're 24, you're a pro skater living in California, kind of living the dream. How's life and what happened there in those years where you were kind of on the fence? It wasn't really like I wanted to quit and then just kind of be over skateboarding in general. It was more so of the fact that I tried to make a goal for myself, you know. I'm very goal-oriented at all times and... You know, I feel like if I set myself to something and I want to make that happen and I don't end up making it happen within that amount of time, I, you know, I, I kind of dwell on myself. I take it hard because, you know, like you always want to exceed to your goals that you have in life, you know. So I try to like, you know, I wanted to make that happen for myself. Like I wanted to turn pro by the time I was 23. I didn't need to be making a decent living and making a bunch of money. Money is, isn't really the thing that I was after. It was more of the fact that I grew up always wanting to be a professional skateboarder. So being able to say that you know i ended up doing that that's like what made it for me and that's why like you know i feel like my goal has been completed you know making the most of my situation now and i'm trying to move forward and do the best that i can and kind of bring a positive image to the local community that i grew up in you know i'm trying to do the best hopefully i'm doing all right you're doing great killing it black all right so speaking of doing uh, work in your local community you've had a local contest you've been putting on for the past four years you just informed me why don't you tell us a little bit about that uh, yeah man i've actually been hosting my own contest for actually for a friend that passed away four years ago in a canoeing accident his name was a uh, doug vickery and uh yeah pretty much like i used to kind of hook him up with like boards and clothes and stuff you know whenever he needed stuff just like a good homie of mine and then you know after he passed i I really wanted to do something in memorial for him to like kind of bring the skate community together mm -hmm. at least for one time whether it was like the kids that used to skate and they stopped skating or all the sk skaters that are like skating now you know yeah i kind of just did it out of my own pocket saved up a bunch of product for the first year and i ended up just kind of giving it out it wasn't nothing huge but we made it happen and then even just the last year i ended up finally getting a permit from the town i had to pay for insurance and all that good jazz and yeah. then i uh there's over 300 spectators and over 100 people competing in the event this year yes. which was a really big turnout for us and yeah it's been good and yeah i'm actually got a lot of big things happening for the next year for it uh it's gonna be sick i'm pretty excited for it that's crazy man you're setting a good example in your community appreciate it i don't know thank you my man
All right, say, so you know what time it is? <laughs> is it already rapid fire time? No, no, no. Man, it's Red Dragon time, dog. All these fools on Red Dragons. Let's see what they got to say. Oh, shit. RDS time? Yo, Sluggo, what's good, bruv? Uh, so, Teach, you've been on RDS for a minute now. What's it, What was it like becoming a dragon? I mean, I'm hyped to be a part of RDS. You know, it's cool. I'm hyped on it. I'm hyped that Ryan backs me and he was able to hook it up and kind of help me out with my career, you know. Wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for him and RDS helping me out for a while. So I'm definitely fortunate for them. <clears throat> Hell yeah, man. People like to talk about the dragon curse, but I thought about it like a week ago. I was thinking about it and I'm like, dude, look at the dudes on RDS and the dudes who have been on RDS. They've had like amazing careers in skateboarding that have lasted a long time. So I yeah. don't really know if that curse is, that's just haters. That's just people sipping that haterade. Yeah. You know, if they're willing to go the extra mile and help you out and help like your filmers out and your friends like to go on trips, like that's a pretty sick company to ride for, I think, you know, and I don't know. I'm just hyped. Definitely. So who's your favorite Red Dragon, past or present? Past, for sure, Macno, because he's a fucking legend, you know, Soji and Wade Desarmo. Teammates were so Dizzo. Got to throw out Wade D on that one. He had the chain. Yeah, he did. I guess he gave it back to Moses. Oh, you know? I forgot about that story. Yeah, yeah. he just told me it last week. I was kind of like, oh, true. <laughs> hey, I don't got one of those yet. Goddamn, that's just fucking that's whack, yo. Up. Moses, Fuck. Moses, get this man a chain, damn it! Send, yeah, it, send right? it to a studio. E, I'll, uh, I'll make sure. Are you gonna TJ wear it? Gets it? You gonna take it? You know he'll get a photo of it real quick. <laughs> Stop! Oh, sorry. Hold on, TJ. Pardon the interruption. We've got breaking news in the streets. All right, we out here. It's Wade D in the streets. We're supposed to be Kyle in the streets, but he's on a little sabbatical. Hopefully he makes his way back, but uh, nevertheless, the show's got to go on, and we're out here with Morgan Smith. Little Wade D, first step in the streets, buddy. Hey. What's going on? Where we at? What's going on? We at Courthouse, man. Oh. We just chilling out, you know? Give us a lineup of who's here right now, trying to get it. Some original CMB members, Cody Brown. Uh, Thomas Morrison? Uh, not so CMB, Shubat and Keitho. The Stees, along with Calvin and Jason Ding, I thought. Ooh, Sesh's heating up. All right, man, since your last podcast, since the last time you were on the show, there was a little bit of uh, a thing going on between your bar hawks. Yeah, mad beef. Care to uh, elaborate? Elaborate? Yes. Oh, okay, please, put it on wax. Safas. Safas Benson got to the regular bar hop first. He did it. He went to Calgary. He did the one that everyone does. He did it. <laughs> Fair and square. Got it. Right. Uh, these guys want to do the switch bar hop. That's the next goal. So I'm on the lookout. I did my regular one, the one at U of T. It's terrifying. The race is on. Yeah, the race is on, man. Switch Ollie bar hop. Who's got it? I'm on the lookout. So who's in this competition between the switch bar hop? Uh, Bobby DeKaiser. Uh, Me, Saifa, Donovan. Ooh. Matt Cody's in too, right? I think you might have to make him aware of that. Basically, it's, I'm fucking me versus Saifa. Yeah. That's what this is right now. You hear, afraid. you hear that, ghost? Be afraid. Yeah, that's right, man. We're coming for you, man. Amen. So uh, another thing, since your last podcast, you went on a little uh, D.C. trip. What was up with that? A little uh, in and out? How was that? Filthy old time, man. Amazing. Filthy. Bon. Went to Albany, uh, Burlington, Vermont, Montreal, and Terrebonne, Quebec. Terrebonne. Yeah, it is out there. But Sounds bone. Yeah, no, they had a new park. We skated it. It's amazing. Uh, Matt West was there. Fucking John Shanahan, Shao Deshaun, uh, Chase Webb, Mikey Taylor. I don't know. Uh, it was a good time. Sounds pretty heavy. So from here, we're probably going to go link up with the man, yes. kind of the myth these days, Devin right. Guinea. Right. But uh, we're going to try to go get some tricks. So uh, what do you think you're going to go to with the uh, landing juice for today? Landing juice? Coconut water. Oh. And uh, San Pellegrino fizzy water. Love oh, that. Shit. Love that. Amen. Keep the hands down. <laughs> hey, oh. And back back to you guys at Studio E. Thank you, Wade Desarmo. And now back to TJ Rogers. All right, so now you're down in Cali living with two other dragons. Who are they and, and what's it like living with them? 
I've been living with the Desenzos for the past two and a half years. It's been good, man. I can't complain, you know? They're rad dudes. I'm stoked to be able to skate with them. Their lifestyle of skating is crazy. They, you know, they're just nonstop. It's always the next thing, and Scoot's always driving his bike, finding these spots and shit. It's sick, you know? It's always something going on at the house, which is tight. You're moving out soon? Yeah, I'm actually been trying to look for a place for the last few months just so I could get all you East Coast fuckers down there and kick it and pop. Make a bunt live out there on the West Coast, yo. Oh, shit, yo. Take Was the that on the Red Dragon budget, yo? All right, so we talked about it a little bit before. Your uh, Switch 360 down Hollywood 16, and it brings to mind another legendary Switch 360 of yours down the infamous spot, Wallenberg. What was it like skating that spot, and uh, how'd you get that ramp, dog? <laughs> the ramp, uh, Thrasher had it, actually. They had it for Shane O'Neill's Nolly Back Heel. They built it for that, and then I just heard about it, and I was like, damn, dude, I'd be kind of down to skate that and i was already in sf skating with a bunch of other canadians with like morgan jordan skates of oh <laughs> a couple other good homies over there there's like 20 of us there you know we're wow. all just mobbing deep and then uh yeah i ended up just like wanting to skate it like the last day of my trip and i ended up like calling dan z like the skate photographer for thrasher out there and i was just like yo man like hit me up let's fucking let's go get this you know i'm down i ended up going there with him it was kind of it was about to rain that day too it's kind of crazy like so how do you get the ramp what happens you just call thrasher yeah i just called thrasher for the ramp and i was just like yeah man fuck like let me get this for wallenberg and they're like okay well you got to put your credit card down and then if you land the trick we'll pay for it but if you don't then you got to pay for it wow. oh my god so i was like all right we're like it? it's like 60 or 80 bucks you know it's nothing too crazy okay, that's mellow but i was like all right word you know like fuck it let's just do this you know and then uh, we got the u-haul and as we're getting the u-haul it's fucking pissing rain down it's like really bad and we're like damn okay this isn't going down but like you could see like on the other side like there was like a clear patch of like sky so like it wasn't raining like too far away so i guess danzy called one of his homies that like lived right beside him was like yo man like is it raining guess it wasn't so we ended up just getting the ramp driving all the way back down to wallenberg and it wasn't raining there so we're like all right fuck it we set it up took like 15 minutes i like ollied it and then i like pulled out my back after like as i ollied the four and then i did like a back 180 on flat and i like kind of like fell weird and i don't know like i felt like something like kind of pop or something i don't know it was, it was hurting me and then i ended up like popping it back into place with like my foam roller i felt it like go back in and i was like all right let's do this and then like within 10 tries i ended up doing it and yeah i was happy i was stoked Thrasher had to pay for the ramp <laughs> yeah they ended up having to pay for it Dude, fuckers they shouldn't have even put that on me like that <laughs> fucking guys hey, maybe <laughs> if they didn't you would have fucking been lazy and just been like oh, i'll come back another day yeah might have you know stomp yeah definitely gave me more motivation to do it because i didn't want to pay for that fucking thing no. <laughs> okay so before or after switch from big because you got two mbds on that epic fucking gap yeah well that was in february and i ended up going back in april for a blind tour and then i was like yo let's just do this we're in sf like let's just go there like we kind of sh cut the demo short because i wanted to go there and then i ended up skating it romar skated it with me too a couple months later i went back at the end of the year like in november and i wanted to do a third trick because i wanted to get like a hat trick in a year like i don't know it's just a goal of mine i wanted to do you know set that goal i tried to get it and i tried varial flip on it Jeez. and i landed on it like a thousand like not a thousand times but i landed on it like three or four times and you know i got fucking rocked i tried it for three and a half hours jesus christ and uh yeah i couldn't walk for like two and a half weeks after that and i was just jesus. done and yeah, I was kind of over it ever since then. I haven't gone back to skate it, but I'll did go back make, one day. Did they make you pay for the ramp? 
No, they didn't uh, that time because also, yeah, it was uh, for another dude, but I just jumped in on the session uh, and uh, he was trying big flip and that was his like eighth time trying it. Herman Steen, he's like a European mm. dude. He's like on Adidas and real and shit. He fucking rips, man. Yeah. He's super sick. He tried to big flip it. Yeah, he landed on it like so many times. Like every time he's gone there, he's landed on it, slipped out or like right away and like Baker makers, not, uh, not bolts, you know? That's a hard one to ride away from. Dude, poor guy, really man. I felt so bad for him. He probably owes so much money to Thrasher for all yeah. the ramps. <laughs> like, <laughs> 60 times 8, yeah. dog. Yeah, poor guy, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> poor guy. Just comes and Poor stays. wizard. He just comes to stay at Thrasher Double Rock for free and then ends up having to pay them to stay there pretty much because he has to pay for the ramps. <laughs> Fuck. Teej, uh, let me get a switch front shove. Can I make that request? Don Wallenberg? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, my man. I say finish the varial flip. Yeah, I'm going to land that V-bomb for sure. I mean, I just I landed on it a few times, and I can't just let that go away, you know? I also tried that same session with varial flip. I tried, like, (laughs) switch front heel, fakey big spin, nolly backside flip, nolly heel. What? Uh, switch big heel Stop. switch front heel and I almost, I caught it first try and I almost put it down but I kicked out like a bitch that's why I was like so fucked for like two weeks you know God I just damn. like I jumped down it way too much I, I wanted to do nolly backside flip initially but like when I got there I was like dude I can't do this right now like I just I can't do it and then yeah tried a bunch of other shit and just got loose and then yeah regretted it the next day that's for damn sure <laughs> nolly backside flip would be the one what was uh romar trying romar was trying nolly back three again he was trying his classic trick <laughs> old faithful you know he was trying that again because yeah yeah fromar he did come close in that contest yeah He's been trying to get it ever since. Getting distracted on those DJ sets, eh? <laughs> Pretty much. Style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you up here, Fromar. Chicken. Let's get it. Okay, so Tej, I saw a comment on Slap saying it looks like you ride for the Nike outlet. What's good with you and Nike? It looks like they're sending you my leftovers these days. That's a fucking harsh shit right there, my Don't man. Don't treat our guests like that. God damn, that's all good though. We go way back, but he's it's all good. I'll get him back. Oh. But, hey, uh, I'm just being honest. Let's just be real. <laughs> But I mean, at least my boxes are two times fatter than yours. <laughs> hey, I'm not a pro skater, dog. I'm hey. a fucking podcast voice these days. <laughs> Either way, yo. All right, so we've heard about RDS and Nike, but let's get to the goods. <laughs> What's up with OC Rams and Jamie Pax, dog? <laughs> Why are you laughing as you say in the question, bro? I couldn't even say it. Jordan's cracking up beside me, yo. It's tough. All right. Well, either way, you know, I back both of those dudes that run both those companies. They're actually really cool dudes. They kind of help me out with some with some money on the side, and then you know, and they help me out with my contests and stuff. Both of them, so it's cool. I don't know. I like riding for them. They're tight. Mm. You think you could get uh, Sapa hooked up with a little little ramp for out front of his place? For sure, I got him if he needs one. Even a little flat bar, yeah. little Desenzo rail, dragon. <laughs> I'm trying to get back on my rail grind 2017. Look Switch out for the ghost coming back. Switch. Wait, where did you want the ramp or not, Doug? Don't talk comeback. I don't want a ramp. I want the flat bar. All right. All right. Switch crooks on it. Style. <laughs> what's what's jammy jam or whatever? Jammy packs. What's jammy, jammy packs? packs? It's like a backpack or bag company. It originally started out as like a fanny pack with a speaker, and then they ended up kind of making backpacks and like duffel bags and thank god all these kind of other crazy bags i don't know they're sick though man i back it dude it's fucking jokes it's good to have on a session yo when we're all just chilling and shit and we're trying to listen to music and oh for just sure fucking whip out the backpack just no, whip no, out no. the fanny pack you got that, a speaker well yeah but see you don't need to have the fanny pack on the session you know i used to rock them hard but i don't even care dude i have no shame dude but uh i just kind of rock the backpack these days you know because like i don't know I ended up getting, like, a signature colorway with them, so I got, like, a sick fucking brown leather bag, and then 
it's got like a pretty good speaker, you know, and they make it in Bluetooth now. So it's like, you know, you just plug it into your phone and you're fucking jamming down the street, dude. It's jammy pack. Fuck yeah. Jammy packs. I got to listen to the ghost on that though. Still <laughs> get a backpack. Money Lou. Yeah, TJ's talking about my rap career. It's a uh, long over, but might have to bring him back real soon when we on iTunes because we won't have rights to any other music yeah, except up. for the ghost. Let me give you all a sample. Yo, yo, it's the ghost. Hey, hey yeah. <laughs> that, was, no that was gold. So that was just, you know what I mean? A little sample of things to come. You feel me? Still running and still gunning. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, Tej, what you're going to want to do is go home, get a fanny pack or a knapsack, fill it with tons of product and send it back to your boy. Yeah, you know, I got you. Especially one of those Mophie packs, too, that you've been asking me for. Oh, Safe is asking for shit? The bunt, where man's come to give Safe a gear. He's teach flow, man. I got a bunch of you guys. <laughs> you get any boxes yet? I'm trying to work my magic every week, though. No one sent me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So in the last decade, like more and more big corporations have been getting involved with skateboarding. Uh, a lot of people have different opinions. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people don't care. Uh, you ride for Red Bull and they've uh, they've done a lot for you. So what's your stance on the corporate takeover of skating? You know, honestly, the corporate side of skateboarding is what's keeping the mainstream skateboarders alive right now. Those are the dudes that are getting paid from all these corporations to retire off a career. So without Red Bull, you know, I wouldn't be really making much money. And I'm very thankful to be able to get that kind of check, you know, because not too many skaters really get that, especially from Canada. Only me and Ryan or Ryan, like my roommate, are the only uh, two people on Red Bull for Canada for skateboarding. So, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, a blessing for me, you know, so hold I'm up, Hold up. You forgot. You must have forgot Mitch Barrett still. <laughs> or is he just getting a couple cans these days? I mean, he's not getting a, a paycheck is what I was meaning. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just playing. I'm just, just playing. getting some shit. He was just getting some cases. Just wanted to give the little guy a shout cases. out. Shout out Mitch B. We love you. Yeah. Mad love. I honestly, like I said, you know, those are the ones that are keeping all the like skaters like with money in their pockets. So, you know, without them, the skateboarding would be in a, a little bit harder, tougher times than it already is, you know? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about some of the, the crazy trips Red Bull's taking you on. Oh, man, I've gone on a couple crazy ones recently. Last year, I was in South Africa for a week and we just drove all over South Africa, like I think 3,000 kilometers. It was fucking insane. Our car broke down like the first day too, like as we were starting it. <laughs> we didn't really get far either. It was like the first 20 minutes on the on the highway and like, yeah, it was just, I already knew from there it was going to be one of the longer trips that I've been on. <laughs> But yeah, it was sick. They brought me to a lot of places. They brought me to like South Africa, Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Thailand. We got some other ones in the works as well. That's dope, man. Yeah. So for all the people that aren't down, I mean, it's make, it's paying your favorite skaters bills and it's allowing them to travel the world. So can't really knock it too hard. You know, somebody's got to do it. It's not for everybody. I don't know. I think either way, there's a lot of discrimination towards it and there doesn't really need to be, you know? We're all just skating, just trying to do what we love and that's all that matters. I feel I think. you, man. Keeping it real is overrated. <laughs> As our mentors, Jalen and Jacoby, say, keep getting them checks, bro. Speaking of getting them checks, your Instagram is pretty skate heavy and I know some people got Insta in their contracts and stuff. You can make some money posting clips and whatnot how's the business side of instagram working for you these days i mean it was good for a while let me tell you you know <laughs> i was making some pretty good money off instagram at one point you know uh one of my sponsors i don't want to say which one they were paying me like 50 dollars per clip off instagram if i got a thousand likes when they were doing likes now they do views so it's different but at the time yeah like i would post a clip once a day and i'd get a thousand likes i get 50 bucks so do the math 30 days it's 1500 bucks extra on my paycheck each month Jeez. so i was living pretty good for for a little bit you know i was pretty stoked 
Couldn't complain. <laughs> now I know why you were posting so many trash clips just to trying to get a quick thousand likes, eh? Hey, somebody's got to do it. You know, they got to make that money though. Still, <laughs> the kookier the better. Like some crooks to Manny to kick flip those Manny flip out. Hey, it's them get combos. Get them little kid likes real quick. Hey, it's them combos like Tony Hawk though. Still, it's the new generation, man. Wait till you see it. It's hey. already happening in front of your eyes, and you don't even see it. All right. So, what do we got coming up next for you, TJ? Uh, not sure really right now. I'm just kind of skating right now, trying to stay on point and just filming. Got a couple contests and tours coming up this summer. Other than that, I'm just trying to film as much as I can and try to see what's next, you know? Yeah, when are we going to see TJ in the league, the street league? Fuck, who knows? I don't, I, I don't know. I'd be down to be in it, but at the same time, I'm not because, you know, they just randomly put certain people in it because they think they're trendy when they're not even that good and they're not even really, like, putting it on in the contest, you know, they're just in it because of their image, and I don't know, like, people that are actually wanting to be in it and actually trying to do it, they should actually be in it, you know? I don't know. We'll see. I feel like they've been cutting a lot of those dudes out, though, like Appleyard, Matt Miller, you know what I'm saying? Well, they they cut out certain people, like Matt Miller, I think, is still in, but, like, you have to make it through the qualifiers first. The ghost ghost just cut Matt Miller. Yo, yo, Matt's my dog, Steve. Clearly not, if you don't know that. Jesus. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> TJ brought his own little soundboard off his cell phone, but we're definitely gonna have to incorporate that in the future. Yeah, you already know still. Yo, they already know what it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost. You ready, Teach? I don't know, yo, man. That's disrespect, <laughs> yo. How you gonna come through Studio E and disrespect the main event? I'm sorry, I just had to do it. <laughs> Got mad that's love right. for the bun. You already know. Put some respect on my name. You God damn. All right, you ready, Teach? Yep. Favorite skater? Mark Appleyard. Favorite video? Environment. Oh! Okay, we're going to have to get a little explanation. Tell the people. Environment was a video that I grew up on, one of the first skate videos I ever got when I was a kid. It was just like the whole Canadian skate scene. You know, there was a lot of heavy hitters coming up in that, such as yourself, Safer. I think you had a clip in there, I might have to say, you know, so. <laughs> Just a clip? <laughs> Shared part with Matt Sullivan. Turn up, bling. Yeah, I already know. But yeah, no, that was a, it was a good time in skateboarding then and now. And I was just super stoked on that video, and I watched it the other day, and it just kind of brought more inspiration to me and to want to skate Toronto more. Hell yeah. Favorite video part? The Shane O'Neill, Shane Goes part. Favorite trick? Switch basement. Hardest trick for you? Inward heels. Most illegal trick? Pressure flips. Favorite local brand? A drift skate shop. <laughs> Major shout out to Jake's, yo. Still! Favorite Toronto skater? Justin Bokma, Bill Weiss, Saifa Benson, Morgan Smith, Bobby DeKaiser. <laughs> Favorite artist? The Ghost. <laughs> favorite skater and favorite artist no 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 i'm just kidding a tribe called quest gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed i'd like to say one of them were for sure ryan frontboarding that 24 sir handrail he like did a fourth try and that was fucking insane he was just going so fast at it favorite clip you've ever gotten switch big spin tail flip out on love park ledge worst trend in skating those guys that pull up their pants and try to act cool with the dicky pants. <laughs> that shit is fucking, get that shit out of here. That shit is whack. Damn it, I'm wearing dickies right now. TJ's <laughs> sitting here. After a quick look around the room, we noticed Donovan's wearing exactly what TJ just described. God damn. Nah, he's not wearing it how I was meaning, though. There, there's different types of it class in it and you know dono doesn't fit in that category so i ain't busting his chops worst style jeff wong song worst company circus shoes 
Last person you want on the sesh? Um, fuck. Jamie Thomas. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Peace, bunt. All right, that's going to wrap up our interview with TJ. Thanks a lot for coming by, my dog. Thank you. Hell yeah, Tej. Fucking so stoked you came through. Bailed us out. Last second interview. Appreciate it. Fucking have fun back in Cali. Yeah, thanks, my man. Thanks for having me on the session, boys. It's been a pleasure. Alright, yo, it's that time for the new segment, the post office still. We're going to pop into our mailbox and see what's really good, eh? Thebunlive at gmail.com. Thanks, for, thanks to everyone who sent us an email, a question, feedback, whatever it was. We're about to answer some of them, you get me? Alright, so the first email we got here, Dear Bunt, usually love listening to you guys rap about skating, but was a little disappointed in hearing you refer to Anthony Van Eaglen as an old man. Low blow, bros. Damn, uh, Donald, that was actually you who said that, so care to answer that? For who the sent people? that in? Who sent that in? Oh, my bad. Justin Zank still. Oh, Justin Zank, man. You, everyone who knows me knows I love Anthony Van Englen. I'm a big Van Englen fan, and in the moment when I was talking about him, I was actually defending him on why he should have won Skater of the Year. So it's not me hating on him for being old. I just think I like, referred to him as old, comparing him to Nyjah and Ishad. He's not as he's not as young as he once was. And I read an interview, the man's body's getting broke up. I mean, he has to duct tape his feet together to go <laughs> skate. Like he's getting old. There's no knock on AV. He's my dog. Just came out wrong, is all it is. Real tug. Yeah, you slipped up. Slip of the tongue. Didn't mean to offend. But uh Hope that answers that for you, Zank. All right, next up is from our On Wax contributor, Bass Lyman out in Berwyn. Subject, call out. Yo, Ryan Allen, where the fuck you at? Come out to Berwyn, I'm going to have to knock your ass out at skate again like in front of a drift. You heard? Dondola, I fear no beard. I don't even know what to say to that. Safer, you could take that one. Um, yeah, that's not really a question for us. Might have to reach out to Ryan Allen, make sure he listens to this week's episode and uh, get his response. Bass, um, Ryan might just come out there and whoop you, so careful where you start. All right, next up, we got an email from Ludovic Lolinga. Subject, WAPOP. <laughs> Yash bless, still. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Yo, Donald, what it do, still? Word on the streets that you're the fantasy football guru of pain. I hear you get blessed on the regs and still haven't won shit in your fantasy football league. How are we supposed to take your fantasy football 101 segment seriously? Shit. Good work otherwise. Keep it up. Nigi's looking forward to making my debut on the bunt. Well, first of all, we're going to have to cancel your debut on the bunt. If you throw disrespect at the host like that, you know, fantasy football is not easy to win. And I know it, man. The worst I've done in four years is third place, but I just can't get over the hump and get the championship. But speaking of uh, people who haven't won shit, you yourself, Lude, have <laughs> not won anything in basketball, yet you continue to talk like you're the best GM out there. So uh, I think you just take a little bit of your own medicine here, sit back, listen to the show, and uh, you could learn a couple things, man. We'll see you next year. Joo. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes another one from Dusty Old Bass and Berwin. Debate. Galea Mamalu in his prime versus Ven Kilcherman. Who who wants to hear this? Well, I don't know if anyone wants to hear this because neither of these guys are really, you know, front and center in the skate world anymore. But Galea's the homie. He's got the stee. He's got the innovation. He was ahead of the game his whole career. Nolly heel backlip and rails when Mans were just dreaming about them on flat bars, you feel me? Uh, Sven Kilchman, on the other hand, not really into that overly tech shit. Mad skill. I've actually seen some recent parts. He's still uh, doing his thing. He's still but, skating. Yeah, in their prime, obviously you got to go with Galea. Are you kidding me? I'm going with Spanky. What? 
Don't you remember back in the day? Oh, Galia or Spanky? Yeah, that would have been a better question. Spanky, Long in his prime, or Galia? I still got to go with Galia. You feel me? Yeah, I'm going Galia. Sorry, Bass. This one coming in from William Davis. What is your most embarrassing skate moment? Like, have you ever scorped in front of a bunch of girls while hauling up a curb? <laughs> um, luckily, that's never happened. It's hard, hard to pick your most embarrassing but I'm going to have to go with back when I was probably like 18-ish. I was at Am Getting Paid in Montreal. And there was a 10 stair and it was my like individual run. It wasn't a jam. So like all eyes on me. And I tried to nollie back 180 to 10. And my board just shot out. And that like falling wasn't the bad part. It was that my board shot literally across the whole skate park. And it's that awkward moment when you're in a contest and you kind of want a cool guy like slowly walk over to your board and not look like that eager contest rat. But it shot across the whole park, so I would have wasted my entire run if I didn't run. So you ran. <laughs> so I just I went for a light trot, you know, oh, like a, a brisk jog, <laughs> a little jog thing, you know, like trying to keep it as cool guy as possible. But then you know you get five feet from your board and you go into sprint. Yeah. run jump on that shit probably slipped out on my next trick too but yeah that was that was pretty embarrassing all right that's gonna wrap up the post office definitely love doing this segment so everybody out there make sure you send in your questions to the bunt live at gmail.com and we'll definitely get around to answering as many as we can each week comes the rundown this week we had a little bit uh more news on deflate gate the topic that everyone uh, can't get enough of or have heard way too much of but it's finally over and sad to say we lost tom brady finally gave up i was sick of hearing this on the news i mean the man's sketchy yo the man sketchy. the man's breaking his phone and shit yo i ain't even biased i don't even really care but like it just looks suspect I'm glad it's finally over. He's going to serve his four games. It's a bummer for Patriots fans, but hey, it is what it is. Let's move on. Nah, let's not move on. So for all of you that don't know, the NFL is basically suspending Tom Brady because he wouldn't give them his cell phone. That's basically what happened. And because there's a joke text between one of his friends, he calls him the deflator. Could be a joke. Could be the guy that deflated the footballs. Who knows? But all I know is that if my boss ever came up to me and said, hey, I need your cell phone. I didn't hand it over my cell phone. You giving your boss yours? <laughs> Yo, I think we might have to get Simon Disher on to, no, to rebuttal you next no. week. Yo, bun Simon Disher on his, on the New England Patriots topic. You don't know what he's talking about. He's just jealous because they win too much, dog. But seriously, you going to give your boss your cell phone? Uh, No. Thank you. Then, and that's about it, dog. On behalf of Simon, you know what I mean? I feel like I got to stand up, be the instigator. The Patriots got a history of cheating, you feel me? They cheat about as consistently as I, I stomp switch trays, you get me? So that's never. <laughs> so they ain't cheating because they tried to bust them for Spygate, didn't happen. And I think this is just Roger Goodell trying to like get back at them for never being able to put the blame on them. It's just some bullshit still. I don't know. I can't even talk about it more. It's just pissing me off because I'm going to miss my quarterback for four weeks in fantasy football. I got to roll with Rob Gronkowski, fucking Jimmy Garoppolo throwing him passes. Like It ain't right. Fuck you, Goodell. Yeah, watch who you diss on here. You know Bill Simmons got fired from ESPN for talking ish on the, the big boys at the NFL, eh? Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing you brought up Bill Simmons, the pod father, because he's on my side in this. And he thinks that the NFL has used ESPN reporters to make Tom Brady out to be the bad guy. Like, he's called out one of our... Well, I wouldn't say favorite, but a guy we like to listen to in other podcasts, Stephen A. Smith, The First Take. And Bill Simmons, is he's chewing them up on Twitter right now. Let me bring up some tweets here. I love it, man. Bill Simmons unchained. Ever since he left ESPN, he's doing his own thing for HBO. He gives no fucks. Might as well call him No Chill Bill. No Chill Bill. 
right at you, Stephen A. Smith. Calls him one of multiple ESPN employees used by the NFL to leak anti-Brady info during this saga. And Stephen A. Smith decides to weigh in with, Tom Brady was arrogant, uppity, selfish, and in the end, he brought this on himself. You know what, Stephen A? You can fucking shove it, dog. <laughs> I'm with Bill Simmons on this. I just think the NFL needs needs a bad guy, and they found Tom Brady, and I mean, he wouldn't give his phone. He destroyed his phone, and that's, all, that's the only thing he's guilty of is not handing his phone over. The NFL gave quarterbacks the option to make balls as hard or as soft as they want, Sounds kind of whack, but the, the <laughs> NFL went ahead and did that. They said you have the choice, and at the point in the game, the AFC Championship game versus the Indianapolis Colts, it was a close game at halftime. They took the balls out, and they brought in a whole new rack of balls. So even playing field, even though the Colts were playing with the same footballs Brady was, the referees were handling the same balls Brady was, but then two months later, you're going to bust them because he whooped them. 45 to 7 in the AFC championship game. The only thing the Patriots are guilty of is winning. And uh, Roger Goodell and Simon Disher have a hard time dealing with that. <laughs> All right, you heard it from a Patriots fan here on The Bunt. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next topic. We kind of all knew this was coming to an end. The Tim Duncan retirement announcement. I mean, I knew it when he couldn't bend his knees all year, but <laughs> it was just, just a matter of time before Tim Duncan, he uh, he had to hang him up. Anything to say on his career? Yeah, respect to an all-time great for sure. I agree with you. It was it was starting to be a little obvious when the man couldn't bend. I think it was his left leg, like it was just dust. I'm hyped he called it quits because it would have been painful to watch him go again like this for another year. Pau Gasol is down there now. Nice little replacement ting. Him and LaMarcus Aldridge are going to be a nice one-two punch in the paint. Yeah, so respects to an amazing 19-year career, five championships. The man's a boss. All right, yeah, it's a shame. In the same season, we lost Kobe Bryant, two of the all-time greats retiring. Quite opposite guys on the court and in their careers. It seems like one guy was definitely very, uh, definitely very flashy, and the other guy was definitely a little bit more humble. Kobe Bryant had his uh, retirement farewell tour, and Tim Duncan just retired in the middle of July, like a true G. But uh, while we're comparing them to uh, Kobe Bryant, seeing as both of them retired in the same year, let's compare them to one another. Who do you think had the better all-time career? Well, it's no secret I'm a Kobe worshiper, but I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, and I'm still going to go Kobe all day. Depends how you want to look at it. If you like, In terms of individual success, you got to go with Kobe, even though their resumes are very similar. But in terms of team success, you can't really deny Tim Duncan. His teams won 50 games or more almost every year he was in the league, whereas Kobe had some peaks and valleys. But I, I think Kobe's peaks were higher than Tim Duncan's, but his valleys were also a lot shallower than, than Timmy's. So Kobe played 20 years. Timmy played 19. Kobe was in the playoffs 15 times. Timmy, 18. Kobe was an 18-time All-Star. Tim Duncan, 15 times. So, like, no shade to either. Both these dudes are, like, you know, top 10, 15 players all time. Tim Duncan had two MVPs. Kobe had one. Tim Duncan had three finals MVPs. Kobe had two. But Kobe also played with Shaq, who was in his prime better than Kobe and Tim Duncan. So it's almost not, it's like you can't blame that on. Yeah, it's not a knock on Kobe at all. Because if Tim Duncan was his teammate, Shaq would have got those finals MVPs as well. Mm -hmm. And I also want to mention for the Kobe haters that when. Kobe was in his prime and on those Shaq teams they were destroying the Spurs they swept the Spurs one year so a lot of people try and just talk about you know Timmy has more finals MVPs or whatever yeah those guys went to the finals a bunch when the Lakers weren't like in top form when it was the best of the best with the Shaq and Kobe versus the big three they they fucking swept them so keep that in mind anyone doubting Kobe all NBA first team 11 times for Kobe 10 times for Timmy total all NBA selections 15 for Kobe 15 for Tim Duncan 
And uh, some people aren't aware, but Kobe was actually a boss on defense. He was nine times first team all defense. Tim Duncan, eight times. Hmm. So, stats. yeah, people want to say Timmy's that, that great defender, and he is, but Kobe, when he was in his prime, was, was right there too. It's that Mamba mentality. Exactly. That Jordan emulating shit that he was so obsessed with his whole career. Scoring leader twice for Kobe, zero times for Timmy. Rookie of the year, Tim Duncan. Kobe was not. So a little back and forth. A little back and forth, but they were both like the best at what they did. Mm. Elite players in the NBA. One thing people are gonna want to say is also Tim Duncan is the best power forward of all time. And I'm not denying that. And Kobe's the second best shooting guard of all time, which I'm not denying either but michael jordan is the best player of all time and that's the only better shooting guard than kobe so that's not a knock on kobe either not a knock on either of them if you're comparing them to michael jordan exactly well it's just because people want to say oh people always want your all-time list yeah it's tough you know but yeah definitely respect to both those guys on huge careers the nba will definitely miss them it ain't the same it's an ever-evolving door in pro sports man So a little bit more NFL news. Probably the best defensive player in the league next to J.J. Watt. Vaughn Miller, the man got his money, Saifa. We love it when our boys get their checks. $70 million guaranteed, $114.5 million over six years. How you feel about this Vaughn Miller contract? I'm super hyped, man. The, these NFL dudes are underpaid. They kill themselves every week on the field, and hardly any of their money is guaranteed. It's a crying shame. Uh, I think these dudes, real talk, you might not want to hear this, but I think they need to sacrifice a season or half a season and actually fucking lock out, lock themselves out Mm -hmm. and demand better contracts with more guaranteed money because these dudes literally ruin their lives for the game and they're they're not getting nearly enough money. But I'm really hyped on this contract. That's a huge one. That's the most guaranteed money ever on a contract. The highest paid defensive player. Right, 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 right. By far. Turn up. That's what I like to see. Get keep getting them checks, Vaughn. Yeah, the NFL's a tough place, definitely. I mean, you get injured, you lose your money. Career ending injury, and then you end up getting no money off your contract. It's just it ain't right. For a league like the NFL, pays no taxes. I'm sure they can uh they can afford to cough up a little bit more cash. Exactly. I'm hyped Von Miller got that contract just because I mean he basically turned into a Kardashian this offseason. <laughs> this guy's everywhere in the media. Freaking Dancing with the Stars, the Ellen show, any late night show you can think of. Von Miller was there with his stupid looking glasses. Yeah. Turning up. This guy might show up next season and be pure shit and overweight, but at least he's got seventy mil guaranteed. Hey, you watched the Super Bowl last year, man. That was a seventy million dollar performance right there, single handedly put Cam Newton on his ass and ended the dab. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to wrap up episode nine. Special thanks to Mr. TJ Rogers and thanks to everybody for listening. Hell yeah. Thanks everyone who tuned in this week. Special thanks to Teej for sure for coming through Studio E. We appreciate it. Don't forget to tune in next week for our SoundCloud finale before we take our talents to iTunes. Peace out, y'all.